Hi folks, how's it going? Cam's here with another episode of Quoth the Camzer. Thanks for joining me. I'm recording today from up the hill at a tree, a rowan tree that I like to call the One Tree. It's just up the hill from my house and I haven't been up here, I can't even remember the last time. And it's, it's weird, it's, when I'm up here I feel complete, pure joy. And yet when I'm sitting home and thinking of that walk up the hill, I find myself saying no, I'm not going to do that today. It's a strange, strange thing. And what's coming into my mind now is my mum. Because... Well, she died in August 2016, so I would have been coming up here, in fact I remember vividly coming up here during the whole time that she was in hospital from June through to August and listening to a podcast with Joe Gilder and Graham Cochran because I was learning how to mix to make an album, which I ended up doing. And after mum died, I would come up here and in fact I would go further than the one tree. I would go right up to the top of the hill where you get a view of Holy Isle and Lamlash Bay. And then I would walk to the end of the forestry track, which is, I can't even put into words how, how incredible that walk is. Just for sorting out mental health issues, you know, and I remember going up there the day after the funeral and walking and listening to, in fact, no, it wasn't the day after the funeral, it was the day after she died. So the weather and the light and the temperature would have been kind of along the lines of what it is today. And I walked along the forestry track listening to Genesis Live, the most recent one, which is actually the concert I saw in Brussels just before I left Luxembourg. So that would have been 2007 it was recorded. And listening, I mean, Genesis is, is my all-time favourite band. I say that unapologetically. I love that band. They've been with me since... I'm going to say 1985. My first concert was 1986. When I was 14, I went to see Genesis at Hamden with my girlfriend Claire. And that was a life-changing, a life-changing day. Uh, the, the feelings that came up that day were just incredible. And when I was walking up the forestry, listening to Genesis live. The day after my mum died, the emotions, the feelings that were swirling around inside me were just, that's about as intense as it gets, but I don't believe I've ever experienced a stronger connection to the universe than I did round about that time. And it's an odd thing to say, but I have happy memories of that time. 
it, it showed me a side of myself I hadn't really seen before. It showed me a side of my daughter I hadn't really seen before, which was incredible to see. The strength that that girl had in her at that time was just, you know, I feel myself getting tearful now just thinking about that. But that, that whole, the whole phase where I felt nobody could say anything about my display of emotion. You know, it was, it was a time in my life where I could be my essence and not have to apologise for it and not have to fear judgement. I think perhaps that's part of it because I do fear judgement which is partly why I'm, I'm recording into this mic every day to try and get over that fear and it is working which is an amazing thing but yes I am also quite judgmental which is something I wish I weren't and something I'm aware of and I'm working on it comes up as part of my AA 12 step programme when we're ready to have God remove all these defects of character and humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings that's perhaps my biggest shortcoming is that I don't know where the judgmentalism comes from I really I haven't got that far into myself yet I think perhaps it's something to do with fear of being judged I'm not sure whether fear of being judged comes from my judgmentalism or whether it's the other way around an interesting point which I have no doubt I will return to at some point in my life if anyone listening has any any thoughts on that and would like to have a conversation that would be wonderful because it's something I would like to explore a little more I don't actually have an AA sponsor but I do have a good friend with whom I'm sure I could discuss that at some point anyway yeah so here I am up the hill looking around this landscape has actually changed a lot over the years to my immediate right as I go down the hill is a large portion of felled pine which was felled three, four years ago something like that I was coming up the hill at that time and before that the pathway that I'm on right now was right beside the tree line now the tree line is a good 200 metres away so the landscape has changed and this is also a big part of my Masonic ritual learning that's done up here it's funny now when I, I go through certain parts of ritual again my mind casts back to exactly where I was when I was learning that ritual the first time it's one of the strange traits of my mind the same thing happens with podcasts and with audiobooks when I listen to certain portions of, let's say, Harry Potter, read by Stephen Fry, I can remember being parked at the side of the road at the Forest Creche in Luxembourg, Esch sur Alzette, waiting for Freya to come out. And when I listen to podcasts, if I do re-listen to them, which sometimes I do, I can remember what I was listening to at any particular point of that walk or drive. <laughs> But yeah, so this is something I, I've talked about in AA a lot, is that, that strange feeling of of joy, available joy and procrastination and being our own worst enemies. 
exercise, it's a strange thing. I don't do anywhere near enough of it. And I'm constantly planning to do more of it and never actually doing it. Mary Spender is a, a creator whose content I follow and to whose Patreon I am a subscriber. And she does a thing on Instagram called Proof of Sweat, where she posts with the hashtag Proof of Sweat on Instagram and only takes a picture when she's sweating after having done some exercise. And I love that accountability. I'm not there yet myself. What gets me here partly is the weather. If I'm, I wake up early in the morning, as is on my calendar to get the dogs out at seven <clears throat> and it's blowing a gale, I just don't get up, you know? And we're coming into winter, so it's going to be dark and cold and wet. Not just cold and wet, or even just wet. Such is life in, on a Scottish island. You probably hear my feet squelching at the moment as I walk down the hill. But even so, it's a great workout, this hill. It is very steep. It's probably 40 minutes from house to house to the one tree and back and I could easily fit that into my day. What happens now is that if I don't do it in the morning I get so busy with content and tuition and practice preparation for tuition that I simply feel that I don't have time. So that's why I came up with my calendar idea of scheduling dog walks, of scheduling lunch, of scheduling my morning banking and bookkeeping so that, you know, I have a clear goal for the day. But if I don't get up in the morning, because the first thing on the calendar is the dog walk. And if I don't start out by sticking to the rules I've set out in a bid to try and give myself structure, then the whole calendar system's broken as soon as I get out of bed. In fact, before I get out of bed, because I don't usually get up at seven if I'm not walking the dogs. So I need to acknowledge the fact that I've come up with a system that doesn't work. And the reason it's not working is down to my own lack of discipline and procrastination. So how about I follow in Mary's footsteps and I come up with a hashtag and I record maybe a five minute short podcast at the one tree in whatever the weather is. I do have a good jacket. <coughs> I do have good boots. I do have waterproof trousers. There's no reason why I couldn't do that. Get myself to the one tree each morning and record something with a hashtag which will give me some accountability. What do you think of that, folks? Then, I, well, when do I start? Well, the, you know how cliche, there's no time like the present, right? Well, <coughs> there really isn't. I've already done it today. Thought my calendar was broken today because, well, for the reasons already stated, but also because I had a pupil coming at one who just cancelled on me. So it's now quarter to one. I would otherwise have been home preparing and getting ready for that lesson to start. And I thought, you know what? I'm taking the dogs out. It's not raining. 
It's actually a very nice temperature. I'm walking down in a t-shirt, carrying my jacket. Perfect conditions, other than the wind, which is nice on my skin, but probably not nice in the microphone. So I do apologise for that. And what's great about the scenery at this time of year is the red berries on the round trees. The contrast between the red and the green that nature provides is just incredible. And the brambles, it's the Scottish word for blackberries. There are brambles up and down the hill, <coughs> some red, some black, and Clover loves them. And she can sniff out the black ones, leave the red ones on their stoms, stoms, stalks, stems. And uh, she really enjoys the brambles. And it's, it's such a joy. The dogs love it up here because I get to let them off. I usually don't meet other people. They get to run and chase and bark. They get to be dogs. And the poor beasts get stuck home day after day. And maybe get a short walk around the high school, which is, you know, on the lead the whole way. It's not the perfect dog walk by any stretch. So I've just spoken all the way down. I'm almost at the bottom of the hill. So when I see the length of this podcast, that will tell me how long it takes. I may just continue as I walk to the house and then I'll get a really good indication of how long it takes when I'm taking my time. <clears throat> just passing a beautiful berry laden round tree just now. Wish you could see. I'll take an iPhone picture. Thing is, I'm not sure how to to share an iPhone picture on my Anchor.fm feed. I can certainly share it on Instagram, and then I could post a link to that. That would work, wouldn't it? Or on Twitter. So let's get on to what I've been doing this morning, because it's been a very productive morning, as was yesterday. I published a diary of a guitar teacher and I've been thinking a lot about LinkedIn and about sharing my Patreon feed and it's it's still something I'm, I'm very uncomfortable sharing which I know is utterly ridiculous it's like Merlin, Merlin Mann who does a podcast with John Roderick called Roderick on the Line and when they do a t-shirt drive he feels guilty at mentioning his t-shirts on each episode because he feels it's kind of spammy but he then goes on to say which is a, a phrase he uses that I really enjoy is that every day there's somebody born who's never seen the Flintstones <laughs> what he's saying there is that if somebody listens to podcast number 25 who hasn't listened to podcast number 24 when the t-shirt drive was mentioned and if that person would would love to buy a t-shirt they're not going to know about it if Merlin feels that he's being too spammy by mentioning it in show number 25. So kind of following that philosophy I have set up a Patreon and I do have patrons which in itself shows me that there are people out there who would like to to support me with more than just words you know and so if I'm not giving people that would like to do that the opportunity 
then I'm feeling myself and I'm feeling them. So, with that in mind, I posted my diary of a guitar teacher. I shared the link on Patreon, which is something I should have been doing all the time. I'd been overlooking that. And then I went into one of my favourite guitar forums on the internet at acousticsoundboard.co.uk which is a UK-based guitar chat forum and where I have a lot of friends. Now, I've been posting on guitar forums, Fora, for a long, long time. In fact, I used to run my own called Celtic Guitar Talk, which I recently just moved on to Tapatalk, which is a, a kind of aggregator, a curator of Fora. I'm going to say forums because Fora just sounds crazy. So, forums. And um, so I do have a lot of friends, real friends and online friends that I've made on forums. <coughs> and some of the, the old school forumites, such as I, are still around and are posting on acousticguitar.co.uk. One of them I interviewed for my show, Andy Howell. He and I have been chatting online for years. And I only met him for the first time last year. And I met him twice. Well, once last year and then again this year. So I feel that I can go onto that forum and share my links without being too spammy. Now, I don't want to share every link that I do there and not participate in the discussions because that does feel spammy. But I don't log in often enough and take part in the discussions. So that makes me feel unjustified in going in there and sharing my links. And yeah, I would go along with that. That's not something in my mind that's changed having just talked about it a little. So what I did do, I mean, a few weeks ago, I posted about my, my post office moving and what a joyful thing that is. I've also posted on there about my depression and how music and my, my podcast is helping me with that. I've also met some of the people in person and interviewed them for the podcast so I do feel like I, I bring some value to the forum even though I don't jump into all that many discussions so what I did today was I, I posted about my Patreon about my podcast, the idea of a guitar teacher and I also mentioned Quoth the Kamza and I explained why I'm doing it and what I get from it and why I think it offers value to other people and I just posted a short post really about you know my motivations and giving people my thanks for their support up till now and letting them know that there is an opportunity for them to support me if they so wish. I think it came across quite well. I just posted it before I left the house to come out on the dog walk. So we'll see how it's been received when I get home but I think the timing is good because I'm going to be meeting these people, some of them, again at the end of the month down in Halifax at the, the annual gathering, which takes place over three days in a hotel down in Halifax, and I'm really looking forward to it. Because last year was my first, this year is a... It becomes like a reunion of sorts, even after just having met some of them once. I'm already excited about meeting them again and about meeting new people getting to know some. I think, for example, Rosie Haydenrich is going to be coming to this one. She of Turnstone Guitars. 
tried one of Rosie's guitars for the first time in June and was blown away. So I'm looking forward to meeting Rosie. And you know, I feel like <coughs> this stage in my life, I do have a lot to offer. I talked a bit about this on my recent episode of Diary of a Guitar Teacher, which is the one that I've just posted the links to. And uh, I also feel like I really need to be pushing harder than I have been up till now because the post office will be gone in a couple of months and so that income stream, albeit a small one, will be gone and the leavers payment that I get will not last very long particularly as a lot of it is going to be going into clearing debt that we've accumulated over the last couple of years as I've grown my business, my freelance business, I mean so my, my time's just been blowing there, by the way. How are we doing? 20. That's 20 minutes. I just had to stand at the bottom of the hill for five minutes, waiting for Clover to finish eating brambles. I didn't want to shout her down because I was talking, so I reckon that's 15 minutes down to the bottom of the hill from the one tree. And probably another 10 to the house. So... It's been an interesting morning, just philosophically. You know, let's talk a bit about LinkedIn as well. I know Gary Vaynerchuk talks a lot about LinkedIn and how it's becoming a new content platform and may, in fact, supersede Instagram and, and Facebook. I shared recently a link from an episode of Jeffrey Sidoris' podcast in between, where he spoke about but he spoke to someone called Vary, and I shared a clip where she said something about how Instagram, sharing on Instagram, if you're not doing it right, is really not worth your time. I'm not sure. I suspect she's right because she's a, a multi-millionaire who's selling social media strategies, whereas I'm just a guy walking dogs up a hill, <laughs> posting the odd picture here and there. So, you know... I get it. I'm still working on my strategy. I'm still learning the ropes and I'm sure I always will be on some level. It's not an easy thing to break into, but you know, you've heard of the long tail, have you? It's a thing I didn't really understand until quite recently. I think it's a kind of internet 2.0 phrase that means niche content. So instead of trying to sell a show to HBO and it's the only way of actually making a living from content you can actually record the content a, a podcast and make a decent living out of talking about anything you know, peanut butter or clamshells or whatever your thing is if you know how to do it right so I've got the I've got the gear and the head and the chat I can do all that that's not a problem, as you've probably learned. I've just talked for over 20 minutes with barely a break, just following my thoughts as they come to me. And so that's all well and good, but one needs to know how to, to get that content in front of people that would enjoy it. And how do you do that? Well, for example, acousticsoundboard.co.uk. There you go. That's a, a perfect platform for me because I'm already part of it. 
I've got history. I've got that long tail going on. I've got connections going back to, let's see, 2001 when I moved to Luxembourg and bought my first proper guitar, let's say, which was a Lakewood M14 with a cutaway and a pickup, so it was an M14 CP. Mahogany and cedar, and it was gorgeous. I loved that guitar. And then I found my way onto, in fact, before I'd bought it, I found my way onto the Acoustic Magazine forum, and that's where I had long discussions, which have since been lost, much to my chagrin, because I'd love to read those threads again. I have tried to find them, but they're not there. So I had long discussions on there about Taylor versus Lakewood, I believe it was. And, you know, back then I was that guy. What's the difference between Rosewood and Mahogany? You know, kind of questions that I don't particularly enjoy reading about anymore. But I was that guy. And, you know, anyone new to guitar is perfectly entitled to ask that question and, in fact, receive a decent answer. The answer to which would be now for, from me is that, you know, the, the woods are different, but just play them. Don't talk about them. There's only so much you can learn from talking. And I think, for, uh, personally speaking, I don't think internet talk about woods is particularly helpful. In fact, I'd go so far as to say it's unhelpful. Anyway, that's, that's after however many years of of being part of that long tail, which is my point. And that gets me back to that spammy feeling, that feeling of guilt. Because I don't post on these forums much now. Facebook, more or less, killed them for me until I found the acoustic soundboard. There's another one, it's just called the acoustic... What's it called? Acoustic guitar. Oh, it's called the AGF, right? It's the Acoustic Guitar Forum. And I've been a member of that since probably 2001 as well. And that's still going strong. And there's a really nice subgroup in there where they talk about high-end hand-built guitars, which is the place I would hang out if I went there, but I, I don't. So again, you know, I do have people there that probably remember me from the old days, but it feels spammy if I were to go in there now. But, you know, what did I just talk about, about the Flintstones? You know, there are people in that forum that would really enjoy my content. And perhaps they don't know about it because I haven't gone in and told them. So, I'm probably erring too far on the side of being cautious there, of being judged as a spammer. I don't want to just start going in there now and again and saying hi until I get to the stage where I feel that I can post because I won't be able to sustain it. And I know that from experience, much as I would like to, I can't sustain it. Where else could I go? Right, there's the Tony Policastro Acoustic Challenge website, which I'm a paid member of now. So that paywall should make me feel a little more entitled to post or a little less fearful of being judged as a spammer because I've paid a couple of hundred quid to be in there. And do I do it? 
No, I don't. So when it comes to marketing, I'm actually doing a pretty poor job, it has to be said. So that's, that's where my thoughts have led me to today. I've just got back to the house. So it's time for me to stop yakking into the mic, have a spot of lunch and get my folders out to prepare for this afternoon's rock school lessons down at the Youth Foundations. So having spoken for such a long time about my Patreon and my content, it would be remiss of me to mention my Patreon feed, which you will find at patreon.com slash acousticguitario. I would love feedback on this. I really would like to to get a dialogue going with, with some of you. If you have listened this far, thank you. And if you found this content valuable in any way, please share it. That would mean the world to me. But more importantly, if you have feedback and would like to have a conversation about anything that I've just spoken about today, which I acknowledge is, is a bit rambly and there are many different topics, get in touch. You email me on cams at acousticguitar.io or get me on social media acousticguitar.io on Facebook uh, you can follow my page there and get in touch or just find me Cam's Campbell on Facebook as well thank you all for listening I'll speak to you all again very soon bye for now